Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Happy Monday from the Daily Beast. It's September 14th, and we have seven top stories the Cheat Sheet team is watching right now. The president clearly understands the consequences of people not practicing social distancing. And yet... Here we are. On Sunday, President Trump traveled to Henderson, Nevada for a fully indoor evening rally. It was the first of its kind since the president's humiliating Tulsa disaster in June. Before he took the stage, the city officially objected to the campaign event, stating it was in direct violation of the governor's coronavirus emergency directives. For months, several of the president's own senior administration officials and close advisors had repeatedly warned him that large, indoor political rallies could risk spreading the virus among his fans. But on Sunday night, Trump and his team continued to not care. The president ran through the same old tired material after he hit the stage. Trump accused his 2020 Democratic opponent, Joe Biden, of putting law enforcement officers, quote, directly in harm's way, railed against some alleged anarchists on American streets, and ranted about what he still insists on calling the, quote, China virus. Trump also went on a tirade against CNN and said that he would like to make murdering a police officer punishable by death. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem called a surprise press conference on Sunday evening to announce that the state attorney general, Jason Ravensborg, had been involved in a fatal car crash the night before. Details were scant, but Ravensborg released a statement saying he was, quote, shocked and filled with sorrow after the crash and said to be cooperating with an investigation. Noam did not say he was killed, as law enforcement is still working to identify the deceased and notify their family. The Rapid City Journal reported that Ravensborg was driving home after a state GOP dinner at Rooster's Bar and Grill. He called 911 after the crash and was not injured himself. His spokesman told the newspaper that the attorney general, quote, drinks lightly and he does not think he was drinking at Roosters. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's wife reportedly solicited help from the State Department employees to write her personal holiday cards and ask them to keep the request on the low. The couple has been accused of misuse of government resources which is the subject of ongoing inquiry by the State Department Inspector General's office. New emails obtained by the Kansas City Star and McClatchy contain the first documented instance of the Pompeos asking their government employees to help with personal business. Using her personal email, Susan Pompeo wrote the Secretary of State's advisor and his former aide from his tenure as a Kansas congressman asking who would be able to help with the cards. She then forwarded the email onto a State Department executive secretary who volunteered to help with the cards. Maybe the Pompeo should just nix the whole idea of holiday cards this year. 
The Iranian government has been weighing up an assassination attempt on U.S. Ambassador Lana Marks since the spring, with threats reportedly becoming more specific in recent plots. A U.S. government official told Politico that killing Marks is just one of Iran's retaliation options in response to the death of Iranian General Qasem Soleimani by a drone strike ordered by President Trump earlier this year. Politico reports that Marks, who became ambassador to South Africa in October of last year, is aware of the threat. Any violent attack by Iran would have the potential to significantly heighten tensions or compel Trump to respond with a show of force during an already hectic election season. The press is literally being attacked. The journalists arrested by authorities Saturday night while covering the aftermath of an attack on two L.A. County Sheriff's deputies, has released video, audio, and her own written account of what happened. The videos include footage of her being shoved and video Sheriff's deputies kicking and stepping on her phone. Per L.A. NPR reporter Josie Huang's Twitter thread, she was arrested and charged with obstructing a peace officer while filming their face-off against protesters on Sunday night. While Huang filmed from a distance, sheriff's deputies began pushing her around. After telling them that she was a reporter, Huang began screaming for help from nearby broadcast journalists. She was eventually taken into custody for five hours, which Huang says began with the L.A. County Sheriff's deputy refusing to uncuff her so she could put a face covering back on. Before his meeting with Vladimir Putin, Belarus President Alexander Lukashenko faced a protest crowd of over 100,000 in the streets of Minsk, where law enforcement again cracked down and detained hundreds of people. The protesters' chants included one calling Lukashenko a rat. Protests erupted in Belarus after Lukashenko was accused of rigging last month's election to maintain his 26-year grip on power. Lukashenko's trip to Russia will mark his first face-to-face meeting with Putin since the election sparked five weeks of demonstrations. He is seeking Russia's backing to help him cling on to power and will likely be told what price he must pay for Putin's support. ByteDance, the Chinese company behind the TikTok app, rejected an offer Sunday from Microsoft to oversee TikTok's U.S. operations, instead choosing Oracle. In August, President Trump, in an executive order, demanded the outright sale of the app. But according to the Wall Street Journal, that probably won't even happen in the agreement with Oracle. The reason TikTok rejected Microsoft bid is not yet known, though the New York Times points to Microsoft's public admission it would insist on controlling the code for TikTok's English-speaking versions. The Trump administration believes that TikTok's infrastructure poses a national security concern, with Secretary of State Mike Pompeo claiming the app's engineering team might be vulnerable to Chinese intelligence probes. That's all for this morning. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us on your smart speaker or wherever you listen to podcasts. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, 
turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.